Greetings, fellow travelers. The road to empowerment is paved with, well, that's what we're here to find out. And while we're at it, what about all those potholes? Welcome to the road to empowerment. Your host, Marla Bolak here with Cindy Sue Bezos, MS. Let's hit the road. Cindy is so accomplished that I had to ask her for an abbreviated introduction. (laughs) So let's get into it. Cindy is a confidence coach and author. She obtained her master's in organizational learning and leadership and coaches women with research-based approaches to accelerate personal and business success. She has taught many how to write a book in a month, and as a speaker has shared the stage with notable individuals such as Frank Shankwitz, the founder of Make-A-Wish Foundation, and other international speakers. She's also the survivor of 10 concussions and podcast host of Concussions, There Is Hope, where she actively helps concussion survivors around the world and their loved ones gain help, love, help, hope, and resiliency. (laughs) A little tongue time today. She also (laughs) gives them love. Cindy is a lovely, lovely person, and I encourage you to check out her podcast. We'll talk about that more at the other end. Welcome, Cindy. It is wonderful to be here, Marla. Thank you so much. (laughs) Thanks. Could you talk about a time when you used adversity to propel yourself forward? Yes, you know, it's interesting because those moments that feel so adverse to us seem to jump out at us almost like one of those horror movies, you're least expecting it. So early on when I was young, I had experienced four complete knockout concussions. The first one I was four and then flash forward a couple more years, I had another one. These were all just incidental events that happened. Wow. Flash forward a couple more years. I'm in fifth grade. I'm playing on the the playground by myself and fall about eight feet and my head strikes the asphalt. I'm knocked out. I'm by myself. I don't know how long I was unconscious. Flash forward a couple more years. A similar event when I'm a junior in high school, snow skiing. It would have been comical except it knocked me out. Ran into a tree. Had no idea. And I I didn't quite always understand the connection with those concussions and why people would call me ditzy or they would say, you know, you'd forget your head if that weren't screwed on too. And, And so I just kind of grew up thinking that everybody loved me, but that I was dumb. Then I I moved on and and accomplished a lot, and I've been able to do a lot of things. I was super excited about a speech that I was going to be giving in April of 2018. And 10 days before that, I have a very strong blow to my head in a parking lot and eventually was diagnosed with post-concussion syndrome after that. So it took me several months where I was, before I could actually talk and stand at the same time, the neurological weakness and other experiences that all concussion survivors generally go, yes, I get that. I know that too. I thought I was done and then move forward to just 2019 where I experienced five more concussions in about seven months time, wow. ending with Christmas Day concussion. And you would think, 
stop that, right? (laughs) (laughs) I would definitely think stop that. (laughs) And so I'm thinking, I want to, I want to. But the unfortunate fact is that once you've received one concussion, and especially if you've received several, it's a compounding event and it takes less and less to increase more and more of those concussion symptoms. Hmm. So that has been one of the biggest things that I've been able to face. That is big. I mean, I I can't even imagine (laughs) not being able to stand and talk at the same time for how long? It was probably two months before I felt pretty comfortable. I could stand for more than a couple of minutes. Wow. Mm -hmm. And here you are. (laughs) Yes. So how did you, do you, how did you keep going? I mean, even in, in that, if, if we focused on that situation, how do you even function? How do you get past it? Did you know that, so many questions, did you know that you were going to be better enough to stand and talk or that must've been scary? Well, it was, it was overwhelming. And the, the doctor told me after a couple of months, I, it was just stunning. I was not familiar with these, these symptoms as much as I probably should have been. But even the first month I noticed, so I, I'm living, it's, it's so bad. The light sensitivity is so bad that I have to sleep with a blindfold. Now think about this. You're, you're in a pitch dark room. You, you um, would think that that would be dark enough. And yet I was yeah. having to sleep with a blindfold because even just the little neon lights of the clock were too intense. And I would notice mm-hmm. that if I even remotely began to think of anything, I, it would hurt my brain. And so it was about a month before I could even allow my brain to start processing. And so mm-hmm. a couple months later, when I found out that I'd been diagnosed with post-concussion syndrome, the doctor was explaining to me and said, Cindy, when you break an arm, we put it in a cast to require it to rest so that it can heal. We have no cast for a brain, mm-hmm. which is why concussion survivors are invited to not do screen time, not to be thinking, not to be cooking, not to be watching TV, not to be listening to the radio, almost not even conversing with people. You have a brain that's been stretched and damaged and the only way it can heal is by rest. So what kept me through all of that? How did I resolve that? I had to learn two things and the first was acceptance. It is really difficult when something broadsides you and you have a life. I, I have spoken across the United States. I've been published in books. I've, I've done a lot of different cool professional activities and all of a sudden you screech to a halt. And so initially we're angry or we fight against it. I learned that the fastest path to peace was in acceptance and that doesn't happen overnight. One of the most helpful things that I did that I guess I could share is that I would take myself outside in the backyard. It was was spring and summer. Mm -hmm. I would set up a cot. I'd put on a blindfold because the sun's too bright. And I would just listen to silence. And I called it my sound baths. But it was one of the most healing and recuperative activities 
that I engaged in at that time was just listening to nature. And it made such a difference. So those two things, learning acceptance and putting myself in nature, wow, big results for me. Wow, indeed. I am a city girl and I, I try to get out in nature and I actually live in a, a beautiful place and it's, it's available to me and I, and I do get out, but I wish I would do it more because it is so beneficial. I, I remember uh, talking to a, a shaman once, this was, I think it was in Ecuador, and he said everything he knew he learned from nature. And, mm-hmm. you know, he was in a remote area and he just learned everything from nature. And I don't know that I can do that. I, I, I try, but it's just amazing. And now to hear you say that you just took a, a bath really in out in nature and that mm-hmm. was healing for you and that is so beautiful and i'm sure that will help people and i i do sometimes go out and just lay on a rock and and lean against a tree i can do that much and it really is healing even that little bit if you can muster mm-hmm. it so that's good advice and there there was an another element that for me because we want to rail against what feels unfair and I am a deeply connected, I want to be connected to my higher power. And for me, that is God. Mm-hmm. And I spent so much time in conversation. We start with the question of why. <laughs> why me? But eventually, we arrive at what? What can I do? And so that is why now this experience has shaped me. And I now, as hard and difficult it can be to say this, but I am grateful because it has given me empathy and compassion for others mm-hmm. and has changed the direction of my life in a way that I'm, I'm pretty happy about now. Wow. And I've, I actually am not, not going to go into, I have similar experience with, with my health and it does change the, the trajectory of your life. And for you, one of the things is you now have a mission. And I know you have in, in, in the introduction, and we didn't even touch on, on half, maybe not even a third of, of your accomplishments. And you, you are very amazing. But this is Thank a you. mission for you. It is. It is a mission. One of the things that has surprised me is the powerful mood swings that occur after a head injury. And something I've become quite passionate about is as I have researched concussions, there was weight gain after the concussion. And and I'm like, why? What is happening? And then I thought, I'm going to look at the research. And yes, there can be weight gain post-concussion. I'm like, wow. Um, But one of the (laughs) other things is that um, the risk of suicide, especially for the young after, or self-harm, et cetera, alarms me as I was reading the research. And that is something that I've become quite passionate about. And so I am, I am speaking out. That is why I have launched the podcast, Concussion There Is Hope, is because I want to reach out to concussion survivors, and especially their loved ones, Parents can feel some guilt once they start understanding a concussion Mm. and long-term injury, and they need to drop the guilt. Because Mm. when we do not know, 
It is not something that we need to shoulder. But there are things that can help parents that I want to convey that information should their child receive another concussion. Wow. Well, and I, I would like to tell everyone who's listening, if you know someone who maybe had a concussion, have them check out Cindy's podcast. And even, I'll bet there'll be a lot of stuff on there for people who haven't. I know I will be checking out your podcast. Actually, we're recording now. You, uh, By the time this reaches the audience, I will have already checked out your podcast. <laughs> Because it launches before mine. (laughs) And um, so just to, so the podcast launches, well, I'm sorry, it launched on Mm -hmm. the 15th Mm -hmm. of January. And you can find it on iTunes. It's called Conscious, I'm sorry, Concussion. (laughs) There is hope. And if you, I'm going to put the link to it in the in the show notes. It will it will be there. If you have trouble finding it, you can go to iTunes and look for it, or even look for Cindy Sue Bezus. Her her name is spelled B E E Z U S or B-E-Z-A-S. 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 Yes. <laughs> I was looking at the uh, phonetic. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's okay. I'm so sorry, Cindy. I'm just falling all over myself tonight. No. So if you have trouble, you can just reach out to me and I will hook you up, but I think you'll find it. And any, anything else you'd like to share, Cindy? Well, you know, the, the thing that I would like to return to just a little bit mm-hmm. is the power of, so some call it um, stretchability, But there's an expression that I really like, and it's blessed are the flexible for they shall not break. Mm. And so for the listeners who have experienced trauma and for whom their hearts feel like are breaking, please just hang, please hang on there. Please hang in there because I promise things get better. This journey with these concussions have been difficult. I know that there are other kinds of tragedies and traumas, but the sun always rises. It's one of the promises of our universe to me. The sun will always rise. It's worth hanging in there. And there you have it, dear listeners, Cindy Sue Bezos. And thank you so much for your wisdom, your heart, your big, big heart. And your mission is just so inspiring and I'm sure you're going to be helping a lot of people and I am so honored to have you here with us today and it's been a privilege thank you Marla thank you and good night many thanks for tuning in if you enjoyed this episode and would like to see this podcast reach more people please subscribe rate and review on iTunes Well, that's all, folks. Until next time, when we meet again on the road, the road to empowerment.